Welcome to our podcast. Um, I'd love to say it's C&D this time around, but unfortunately you're stuck again with a D master potting event. Um, I'm going to have a bit of a discussion about uh, male um, body image and things like that in the lifestyle because um, for me, after our last event at Naughty New Orleans and Desire, a few things popped into my head. Well, I've got to say, mainly because of my total lack of game uh, at Naughty in New Orleans, which uh, prompted a fairly major um, event for me in terms of the fact that I didn't really want to be at NIN anymore, nor did I think I wanted to be in the lifestyle. And I'm getting a little ahead of myself here because there's some things that went through my mind that I think probably... Uh, really had a lot to do with this and it's only since getting home being able to slow down and digest them that I've really started to understand what they are. Now let me start with grooming. Um, Ladies you know we constantly us men constantly hear about um, grooming for, for ladies and you know how much work is involved. Well after a little bit of thought I I think that we've probably got a bit of bit of a bigger job on our hands um you know to name a few we've got back chest well in my case i've got my head you've got eyebrows balls i mean balls has anybody ever tried to shave something that keeps moving of its own accord and is covered in wrinkles ladies i mean if sees anything to go by uh, she struggles to get round her knees without taking a gouge out every now and again, and ankles as well, you know. So testicles are not an easy thing to shave. Now add to that, not only the uh, tough thing to shave, but just imagine you're uh, kicking off a play event with you know your male suitor, and you pull down the pants, and there's a whole lot of bloody gashes in his testicles. Well, I mean. For starters, I would never assume that they were just gashes from a razor, and I don't think anyone else would either. I think the first port of call would be some sort of concern about STDs, STIs, whatever you want to call them these days. So, you know, the grooming of the testicles and, you know, the general groin area is really quite a um, a gruelling experience. Uh, certainly for me, I can say I've tried both clippers and razor and... I haven't gone to waxing yet. I have had some laser in the past, but um, none of those are fun. Additionally, um, yeah, the laser top end of things can be exceptionally expensive, but uh, I've got a friend, uh, the law, which you all know now, and a lot of you ran into in Naughty New Orleans who, who came along. Um, he's had his He's had his boys lasered off, which um, I've got to say is probably the best way to go. Um, that way you're already primed and any time ready for um, uh, for some play. Because there is nothing worse, and this is a direct quote from our friends at uh, Swinging Down Under, there is, uh, sorry, excuse me, at um, the Aussie Swingers, there is nothing worse than uh, going into an event prickly. Um, I certainly wouldn't wish that upon any lady to have uh, potentially my testicle in her mouth with prickles all over it. It would be like sucking on a cactus. So that's the balls. I mean, but 
then we move on. Ladies, yes, you have hair in your ass crack. You know, most women have that. However, I'm not sure you have the level of shrubbery that most men have in their ass crack. Certainly me. I, I was not gifted like some of the guys that I've met um, to have the ability to have no hair on their body. Now, it depends on what the ladies are into, but certainly I feel a lot more comfortable and feel I look a lot better without massive hair all over my body. Um, ass crack is certainly one of those um, because... I firmly believe that there's nothing worse than looking up the bed and seeing an ass crack spread with uh, gaping hair in it whilst I am playing with potentially your wife. I hope you can all see where that <laughs> where that is. And uh, the other way around as well, I, I wouldn't like C to look up and see that either. So that that is something that, you know, is a, is a constant battle. And I mean that in the true sense of battle. It sometimes is really difficult to um, to align this grooming with your sexual adventures. Now, Naughty New Orleans and desire for us, certainly for me, uh, meant constant grooming basically every night because, you know, we, we went there with the idea that there would be some play. Um, granted, at Naughty we didn't, um, certainly at desire we did, but, you know, it's all about keeping the game up, making sure you know you look you look respectable and you're putting in the required effort. Now, this is probably in stark contrast to some of the people that I saw wandering around naughty in New Orleans, um, in that they yeah you know, the guys were really letting the team down, certainly in the way they dressed, but additionally in I could imagine in in other ways as well, and certainly. Uh, did see some naked people wandering around that could have done with a little bit of manscaping. You know, guys, for starters, trimming around that tree. It's the best way to make the tree look bigger. If you let the um, the underbrush overgrow, then the tree starts to look pretty damn small. So that's certainly part of the reason that I want to keep that down as well. I certainly don't consider myself a small man, but... Um, you know, any additional visual inch is something that we'd all be appreciative of when it comes to being a guy. So, I'm not finished yet. I mean, ass crack, yes, but what about the ass? I mean, again, there's some guys out there, and I'm not too bad, but there are some guys out there that have ass hair. I mean, really thick ass hair. Now, the next question becomes, with your ass hair, do you stop at the bottom of the cheek? Or do you just continue on down? Because if you are hairy enough, then it looks like you've just shaved a patch out of a, I don't know, a bear quilt or, sorry, a bear rug on the floor. You know, it just looks a little weird. Again, something that ladies don't have to worry about because generally you're only hairy in the spots that I'm going to say God expected you to be hairy because... I don't think God was involved in the amount of hair that men grow all over their body. I mean... And and additionally, I'd like to poke some holes in, in Darwin's, you know, theory on evolution. Given that men grow hair, and myself included, grow hair out my ears, or in my ears. At what point in evolution, or at what point did it become necessary for, for human males to grow hair out their ears? I mean, it it makes no sense. What are you trying to keep out of there? What are you filtering? Nasal hair, I can understand, but ear hair, it's just, it's just ludicrous. 
But then, of course, you know, I did bring up nasal hair there. Um, again, ladies, the majority of the ladies don't have to deal with nasal hair, nor do many have to deal with the vast growth of facial hair that most men have to deal with. You know, I found it quite funny when C one day decided that she was going to give me a face, give my face a shave. Um, the first thing she did was started shaving as quickly as she shaved her legs. Um, I quickly slowed her down on that, mainly because I was concerned she may decapitate me or remove a couple of cheeks. What um, she ended up doing was figuring out how coarse facial hair is on males, and and when you do shave it, it it is a troubling um, amount of resistance to pulling the razor across the face. Now, in a lot of cases, and certainly, you know, a lot of men, you have to deal with that not only on your face, but on your chest, neck. Um, the really, I'm not going to say unlucky, but the the really uh, hairy guys have to deal with the same on their back. Now, back hair, well, I sort of went around that, but back hair is also something that a lot of guys have and a lot of guys have to get rid of. Now, waxing is one way to go. However, you then have to time things. So, you know, the the next solution to fix that would be shaving. I I ask one question, though. Um, shave a back from the front without getting your partner involved? Nigh on impossible, people. Seriously. Um, I'd love to think that I can actually do that, but I've not yet been able to actually shave my entire back I have to get C involved and to be honest possibly one of the most embarrassing things I ever have to be um, asking her to do so I generally just end up getting myself waxed unfortunately that shit grows back out quicker than you can keep it waxed down because you've got to have the spacing in between Um, and also you have to time it as I said with your play dates which sucks so the next one for me, especially at Naughty in New Orleans, again, I think everyone's probably heard my little rant by now, standing up talking about how the guys had not really lifted to the level of their ladies. And I started to question whether I was also that guy. I look at my, my darling girl and she's, look, she's beautiful. She's got a very attractive figure, spectacular tits, um, great ass. Um, I'm an ass man, so I'm... Uh, really all about that um did i mention the tits but also you know she's a beautiful person um i start to wonder well i'm 10 years older than this girl for starters 10 years older so you start to think well does that straight away detriment her in terms of who she might get to play with of her age group now i use age group broadly because you know as we discussed in past podcasts that's really starting to move for us. But is it of detriment to her? You know, am I holding back the team? You know, I'm bald. Is that something that slows slows down things? So I really started to think about what is it that um, I'm not doing that could prop, well, could help keep us in full-on good fun times all the time. Now, not to blow wind up my ass, but I believe that once we get to chatting, um, I generally tend to tend to bring people across the line, I'm going to say. But in, in a straight up, 
you know, body to body comparison, am I the guy that's bringing the bringing our average down? Well, look, I would have to say that I think yes. Now, I'm not being um, self-deprecating here. I just believe that um, C is much a much better looker than I am. Now, she's going to totally disagree with me, of course, but um, I, I believe that's the case. So, am I, you know, the fat older half of the relationship? That's a very good question. It's one that I really can't answer without the input of other people. And even then, look, we all know that input's nice, but it really comes down to what you what you believe you see when you look in the mirror. Um, certainly at Naughty in New Orleans and in Desire, um, I was not happy with where I sat in terms of my, my weight and, you know, my muscle tone and all that sort of thing. Um, unfortunately, I don't think I ever will be. Now, that doesn't mean that I won't look nice. It's more that, well, no matter who you are, you look in the mirror and you find a fault. That's just how it works, I believe. Um, Certainly, I look in the mirror and find many faults. Um, You know, am I fat? Or am I showing weight in places that people won't like? Am I not muscular enough? Um, Perfect example of this was that desire. And you all heard about this was... Um, a man we met, a couple we met, and um, the guy from the couple is the spitting image of Sterling Archer from the cartoon series Archer. Now, I desperately wanted C to fuck him just because <laughs> I could then say that she had fucked Archer because he was the spitting image in all ways, same face, same hair, same voice, even the the grumbling roughness to his voice, same body. Um, I, I think it was the first day we were the first day we were there. He was wandering around without a shirt on. Now, uh, one thing about him is that he always had pants on. We didn't really figure out until later on why he kept his pants on, but he's um, he was uh, he was a, a good looking guy, a really good looking guy, and I think C would actually say sploosh, maybe even double sploosh which is quite relevant considering Sploosh is from the Archer cartoon series. And um, I think it was, yeah, the, the end of day one, after him wandering around with a shirt on, I, I was quoted in saying, for the love of God, man, can you please put on a shirt? You know, it's uh, it was quite interesting to see uh, somebody wandering around the pool with a constant six-pack and me wandering around the pool with more of a rotund, you know, carton or or keg. Uh, it wasn't keg, but certainly carton. Maybe a half carton. Maybe you know, twelve beers. So it was. Yeah, it was that was quite interesting to me. And the way that I started looking at myself and started thinking, well, you know, do I deserve his partner? Because frankly, she's already done better than me. So. Now, the term better is, I'm sure I'm going to get some mail on that. Better is whatever you define as better. I mean, or worse, or the same. You know, we all have these ideas of of what we think is is right and what we think isn't. So, that was a pretty... Uh, the, the entire event, both of them were, were, were pretty huge for me in terms of understanding myself and understanding 
the fact that if I do go to events like this, I need to be feeling that I'm looking my best or at least looking close to my best. Interestingly, whilst I was in the US, um, I've, I actually lost weight um, and have lost some weight since we got back from the US as well, which I would imagine is the kilos of food that we ate while we were there. Certainly the 4 a.m. pizzas at Desire is... Um, is not going to do anything for your um, for your six pack. Uh, maybe at the beginning of desire you'll have one. By the end, it will definitely be more of a pizza pack. You know, Domino's, maybe even Little Mister Pizza Pizza. You know, two pizzas sort of scenario. Yeah. So, um, so in future for me, I'm certainly going to spend a little more time at the gym working on my musculature, musculature um, rather than working on weight loss um i think that you know i'm i'm reasonably i'm reasonably thin um i would agree i you know i certainly see that when i look in the mirror um however uh, i would like to be a little more shapely in terms of the standard or the the stereotypical male triangular upper body you know with uh uh, with some legs under it, you never skip leg day, boys. Don't skip leg day because then you just start looking like a, a triangle walking around on chopsticks, which is not a good look. It's actually, I think, worse than having an upper body that matches. Certainly go near any major beach in Australia, you're going to see guys walking around that skip leg day every week. Um, and they look ridiculous, frankly. So that's not what I'm aiming for. I just want to be the right size or what I believe is the right size. So from here, I'm going to ask, or I'm going to go to the next big question is, um, once Archer got his pants off, we noticed that he was rather well hung. So let me just put this in perspective. He looks like a 60s well, it looks like a comic book character that's been based on the 60s that is um, really a super spy um, based around 007 in terms of the fact that he's hot, intelligent, well-built. He's also well-hung. Add to that, he just happens to be a doctor and he just happens to have done some, you know, Doctors Without Borders stuff, just to add to the fact that he has everything. So <laughs> that was um, very interesting in terms of how I felt. I wouldn't say I'm ridiculously well hung, but I'm certainly not small. Well, I don't think I am. Uh, any of the ladies out there that we've been with, certainly put your hand up and tell me I'm wrong if you think I am. But... Um, with that in mind, I started to wonder whether, you know, whether I am not, again, well-rounded enough to do the job there. Um, again, once once we get into the bedroom. Now, this is not purely about about Archer. It's more that there was a there were a whole lot of things running through my head up until that point, and this was just one, just an addition that sort of pushed me over the line. Um, yeah, it's even now I struggle to understand what is behind that because I, um, yeah, I, I just I can't work that one out. I can't work a lot of things out. Um, add to this 
ladies, you know, we've us men have had a lot of discussions on this. The whole not being able to get it up thing. Now, I think most men have been in this situation. I've got to thank whoever it is for the fact that I have yet to get to the point of having to play and not being able to get it up. Now, I know my time will come and I know that it will suck, but um, I haven't yet gotten to that point. Now, if the ladies want to play, but, you know, their gear is not agreeing with them at that particular point in time, you know, we all just reach for the lube bottle. The lube bottle is a saving grace for a lot of potential um, disasters, I suppose, when it comes to playing and the ladies. Guys, we, we do not have that ability. Now, just a FYI, as I discussed in the Desire podcast, I actually did buy some Viagra whilst I was in Mexico and brought some back with me. Haven't tried it yet. Um, looking forward to that. I can tell you C is not looking forward to that at all because she's concerned that I may damage her <laughs> because, um, yeah, typically erections are not a, a major problem for me. So she's concerned that I may I may break her. Now, I promised her that if I was going to take it, I would be sharing uh, sharing the little blue pill, or probably half the little blue pill, with at least uh, one other lady, um, potentially some more, depending on who wants to volunteer for that. So, yeah, that that's always a bit of a concern as well for the guys out there, and it certainly has been for me. It's been a concern, getting hard, but I've never had the issue just yet. But I know when I delve into that rabbit hole, it's going to be bottomless and I will probably end up leaving the room frustrated and somewhat annoyed at myself. So that's, um, that's a little rundown on, on you know, me and my own body, images, body image issue, issues that I think a lot of men struggle with. You know, we're not impervious to this stuff however i don't think a lot of guys talk about it which is part of the reason i'm doing this podcast there's been a world of things that i've been concerned about on the way through this lifestyle some of them are really quite ludicrous you know um, are my balls clean enough things like that you know that is something provided you you know shower regularly or something crazy like that and use soap and occasionally spray some deodorant at your armpits you're generally going to be in pretty good order but and by generally I mean you have to do that a lot more regularly than at some stage you know (laughs) for for some of the boys out there who are actually grubs um yeah it's it's generally I think quite difficult to get to the point where you smell bad so Probably a little ludicrous for me to be worried about how clean my balls are, given the fact that I would typically have a shower before going to any sort of event that I was going to play at. Certainly, Naughty in New Orleans made that a little more interesting, given that you're out all day in the sun and the heat and humidity of New Orleans, and then only to potentially come back and play. Um, you know, we're not averse to some daytime play at all. So we thought both of us that that would be quite interesting given the temperature there but the main reason for this cast was to really just say hey guys um, if there's any of them who listen to us 
there's uh, uh, we we all have the same concerns. We all look in the mirror and judge ourselves the same way. Am I too tanned? Am I not tanned enough? Am I too fat? Am I not fat enough? Am I, you know, the the list goes on. Uh, you know, for me, realistically, I think um, uh, probably the musculature and the and the constant grooming is probably my number two, number one two concern in terms of my self-image but you know we all have different ones and I don't think we're any different to the ladies in that regard I just I do think though it's not very common out there in the lifestyle for for the ladies to pay the the comment to the guys that the guys quite regularly play to them uh, pay to them which is you know we, we regularly tell our ladies or ladies of play partners or general ladies in the street, <laughs> maybe not in the street in Singapore because it'll get you arrested, but certainly in other streets that that they look nice, you know, whether they're clothed, unclothed. You know, men are constantly reminding ladies about how good they look and how well put together they are and how good their hair is and all that sort of thing. Um, a lot less common coming back the other way, ladies. Now, do I expect my little voice in a sea of voices will make that change no i don't but i'm still going to throw it out there and say girls ladies it's um it's time you know the guys are putting in just as much effort generally as what you are to make themselves look appealing for you um and also you know we also have the the added benefit i suppose of having to make ourselves look at least, I'm not going to say desirable, but at least functioning for the guys. Because certainly for me, I would not allow my want to be with a sexy woman of a of a couple that has a huge differential in terms of their attractiveness just because... Um, just because she's more attractive than he is, would I allow that to actually happen? For, for C, you know, I'm not interested in her, and I hate using the phrase, but taking one for the team, it's not really about that, you know, it's just more about us finding couples that are engaging, interesting, and sexually, physically attractive to us, um, which can change depending on what their intelligence and um, intellect is like. So, ladies, time to step up time to make your man feel good about what he's doing for you there's no doubt that c does that for me regularly um but also out in the lifestyle it's time for something other than a discussion on potentially his penis and his brain you know we have discussed many times both with people in and out of the lifestyle how cock shots are are not the thing they want to see but um, as soon as we see um, body shots, generally the first point of, well, first, first port of call there is to figure out what's wrong with it, you know, rather than what's what's right. So, ladies, take up the challenge. Um, I fully expect that you'll make, well, I mean, if you're not making your man feel good about how he looks, if he looks good to you, then frankly, I don't think you're um, really doing your job and I mean job in the purest sense of the word 
Additionally, um, ladies who meet with other lifestyling men out in the out in the field of play, it would be nice for all of us, I'm sure, to hear a uh, uh, to hear a wow, nice ass, or you know, hey, you're groomed, whatever the you know whatever the the thing is that springs to mind at the time, because I think the guys are actually missing out on that one. I don't think the applause is as regular in the male direction as it is in the female. Now, it sounds like I've been on the soapbox for a while. It's not really what I was aiming for, more just to to give a real idea of the fact that guys um, go through this through this spiral just as much as women do. We spiral up, we spiral down. Um, we just do a much better job of hiding it, I think, than, than what the ladies do. Um so that's really it for this cast. I, I know it's a relatively short one, which is probably good because half an hour of listening to my voice alone is probably enough for most of the, the ladies and men out there. But uh, look, I look forward to your comments. And if you if you want to tell me I look sexy, then please uh, shoot me an email, text. Um, actually, I'll even take that on, on a piece of paper via snail mail if, if you want to tell me that. Uh, otherwise, I look forward to you guys hearing again from us very shortly. This is D signing off from Swinging Down Under.